Welcome to the Fantasy Football Picks and Bets show on the Mayo Media Network. As always, I am your host, Scott Simpson, Nimble W Numbers on Twitter, and we are presented as we are every single week by Prize Picks. Check out the link in the description below. Sign up using that link, Prize Picks code MMN for the Mayo Media Network. Get your $100 deposit match guaranteed bonus. I'm already going through mine. I'm already winning money. Mine is making me more money right now. I've turned that $100 into $200 and some. I'm not going to tell you how much. I don't want to, you know, scare you off and, and uh, you know, have you not think you can trust me. I'm making so much money over here. So uh, I'm so excited, though, to have my guy with me today. Every single Tuesday, uh, LQ is with me. My guy, the real deal fantasy. How are you doing, Laquan? What up, Scott? I'm well rested. Took a nice nap after work today and woke up an hour ago and I'm ready to rock. I'm so jealous. You told me that backstage. You said sleeping for hours during the day. I said, as soon as this show is done, I'm going to go to sleep right here in my chair. So uh, I'm really excited. This is going to be a great show. I'm going to give you guys my all my energy. The end of the day, we're going to rock it out. We're going to talk some prize picks. We're going to get into the, the Thursday night game, uh, the Jets suddenly winning against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's wild. That's crazy. Mike White, 400 plus yards passing. Uh, what was maybe thought it was a boring game might have some intrigue given what happened this last Sunday uh, against the Colts who, oh man, they just came up so short. Uh, they played a great game against the Titans. Uh, but I got one thing I got to get into. I got, are, are you doing any of these Movember things? The, the no nut November? Is you into any of this stuff? Uh, unfortunately, no, I am not going to participate in none of those. <laughs> Those sound horrible to me, particularly the latter one. If you're doing that, this is another way of saying you're single. I'm sorry. I just had to say that. Don't do any of those things. You know, just keep your facial hair, you know, and, uh, you know, the second thing, don't, don't do that. So uh, I'm excited. Please do smash the like button. Perfect time to do that. Uh, and the subscribe button as well. And then if you're signing up for price picks, why wouldn't you uh, use MMN immediately right now, right this second. So uh, let's jump into this Thursday slate. We're going to talk all the different picks that are available. Some of the picks might change from now until then. So get on these picks while you can. Uh, and then some picks might become available, new ones as we kind of go. So uh, LQ, let's jump in here right away with the quarterbacks, right? We're going to go to passing yards. The now infamous Mike White, he had a tweet from 2013 uh, that he tweeted at Tom Brady saying he wanted to break his records. This guy's had balls for decades. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this 245 and a hook up against Indy? Man, I like him, man. He showed heart. I mean, he's going out there making plays. He gets the crowd excited. I mean, gave Jets the Jets the spark that they need, that fan base as well. I feel as though... No, this 245, it could be achievable, man, because he doesn't seem scared. And it's not like I've like I like we watched the playbook change for him, like it was like dumbed down for him. It's kind of the same plays that we saw Zach Wilson have, and he just wasn't able to execute. So Mike White went out there saying, Hey, this is my shot, you know, my second shot, my first start where I can show up and show out. And I think he got the, you know, he got the message where, you know, prime time Thursday night against the Colts. I'm gonna lock in this 245 in a hook. I think he got it. Yeah, I, I like it. Also, the, the targeting of the running back, when you can just drop it off down below, get some of that yak afterwards. It's, it's, not, mm -hmm. it's not free money, but you're not you're expending a lot of effort. You're not having to target, you know, Elijah Moore downfield for an 80-yard bomb every time. You're kind of picking up that that, that free cheap yards almost, but uh, I like it. What about on the other side, Carson Wentz? He's got kind of low number, 236 in the hook. Ooh, that's kind of tantalizing, or, or is it against the Jets? Uh, see the Jets defense isn't like the craziest defense, but they're a serviceable defense under Salah. So I feel as though, you know, with Wentz, uh, man, I, I don't know if I can take this for him. 
the 236 and a hook. It might seem like a cakewalk, but again, short turnaround. I know he has Pittman. Pittman can have a great game at the same time. Carson Wentz, you know, he may not throw over this through 236. I mean, what did he do last game? 231 and then 150 the game before that against San Fran? Nah, I don't, I'm not liking. I'm not liking Wentz this week. Yeah, no, I like that. And then also uh, the New York Jets, they give up the most points to running backs. Uh, so if, if you're going to attack them, I don't think it's going to be through the air with Carson mm-hmm. Wentz. So you need to, to kind of do that. Uh, they give up around 37 points per game. They've given up uh, 13 total touchdowns. And you're going to love this number. Uh, 716 rushing yards and 553 uh, receiving yards. So over 1,200 yards, that that sounds like it's going to be a rushing dominant kind of prize picks for me, just kind of giving that backdrop. And like you said, too, short turnaround Thursday night slate. Uh, not that your arm's tired, but, you know, those guys go through war and hell every week. They're, they're bandaged and wrapped up. We don't even know what they look yeah. like in the, in the locker room. So to go back out three or four days later, uh, it's a bit much. So uh, the, I think this is going to be a, 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 a more of a running game, more of a slower game than maybe we've seen. Um, let's talk yeah. about Carson Wentz's pass completion. So to go with his his total, uh, he's got a huge number, 21 and a hook. What do you think about this? Uh, I, I don't think it's too crazy. But again, like you said, this might be a running game. Um, it does seem like achievable. But again, I'm, I might be fading Carson Wentz this entire, uh, this t- entire week, to be honest. Yeah. And in this game, uh, you know, the over under, it's not shooting through the moon. You know, we're, we're not at some uh, astronomical number. Uh, we're at 46 and a half. And also India is a 10 and a half, uh, you know, point total. Uh, and, you know, that's good. I, mean, I don't think yeah. they cover. That's a huge cover. And you know, we saw that the Bengals couldn't cover, but um, they're, at, they're at home. It's a little bit different there, too. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I do think when you're at home on a Thursday night travel game, it's, it's even better. So uh, yeah. I'm not going to I'm but not going to be clear. Number. To yes. be clear real quick, when I'm saying fade, because we had a little confusion last week, when I'm saying fade, I'm not taking the over, I'm not taking the under, I'm just staying away. That's for me when I say fade. Yes, and I'm going to say if I play this one, I'm playing the under, right? And that's the play yeah. I make. yes, for clarification. So I like it. <laughs> Let's jump down to some rushing totals. We've got some QBs in here, but I'm going to start with the running backs, and I'm going to start with Indianapolis' as running backs. They only have two totals right now, so we'll start with Jonathan Taylor, 80 and a hook. Uh, achievable for sure, but do, do you think it kind of happens in this game? Are they going to lean heavy on him? Uh, full send. I, I love it. I, I feel as though he he could bust off for another 70-yarder at any point. So Jonathan Taylor's playing lights out, man. He's honestly looking like my one-on-one of next season because, you know, obviously Derrick Henry out with injury, but we'll touch on that later. But I feel as though Jonathan Taylor right now is balling out. He's getting that workload we honestly wanted him to get. And it's looking a lot like Derrick Henry-ish, and I love it. Yeah, I like it as well. Uh, And then let's go to Naeem Hines. Kind of, you know, uh, welcome to Halloween, kind of the ghost, uh, you know, of Naeem Hines. 11.5 rush yards, achievable, but is he going to get any of the reps? Is it going to be a Marlon Mack attack? What's it going to look like? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of annoying to see Naeem Hines go down this lane to where you have a Marlon Mack actually hurting him in both areas of the game where he's not even being on the field. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, I might be fading Naeem Hines. I don't feel like uh, I want to lose money because of him. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's, a, that's a non-play for me as well. Uh, if anything, you know, you bet the under and then he gets one touch and then, and then he screws you. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to stay, stay away from that. I think you're looking at Jonathan Taylor. I think that's the best bet out of those two. Yeah. Um, what, what about uh, Michael Carter, man? I mean, he was the second highest scoring running back on the DraftKings slate last week. 
broke it. Uh, it was a cash play for me. Uh, helped me get the highest score lineup in one of my contests. So uh, what do you think about Michael Carter? 43 and a half. It seems pretty low to me, honestly. Yeah, it is kind of low with him coming off of a game where he put up 77 yards. Um, he's, he's looking good, though. He's looking like the all-around RB1. So I do like it. I'll, I'll take the 43 in the hook. That is kind of low for him. He's coming off with momentum. He's coming off, you know, with the confidence of being the RB1 there. And he's also leading the team in targets out of the backfield as well. So let's let's uh, just put that in the air when you stack your next selection with Michael Carter with that 4.5 in the hook for receptions. Oh, for sure. And I was going to say, too, if they don't have the points up, they will. Eventually, uh, they don't have the fancy points up. Michael Carter – uh, and his fantasy point total might just be one of the better plays on the whole slate. So we'll see mm-hmm. what it is. We don't have it there yet. Um, are, are you playing around with Ty Johnson at all? Or are you kind of just focusing your money on Michael Carter? Uh, if I'm going to put a ticket together, I'll probably just focus on Michael Carter. I'm not really worried about a Ty Johnson because, again, he got lucky last week finding the end zone. He just happened to be involved because Michael Carter was tired. So that's more so you're playing dangerous waters if you're touching Ty Johnson this week. I agree completely. Uh, all right. Carson Wentz and Mike White, their combined totals are about eight. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about this? Three and a half, five and a half. So, okay, nine points. I, I embellished a point there. Yeah, but- I, I like I like Mike White. I, I really do because, like I said, he played with heart, man. He, he could take off out of the pocket at any point because, again, it's prime time. He has a lot of eyes on him. He has something to prove. And I think he definitely wants that starting job. I mean – Let's be honest, them not really having a veteran behind Zach Wilson, it was kind of weird at first because it was like they're going all in on him. So <clears throat> Mike White's going to take advantage of that. You know, I understand Joe Flacco's there or whatever the case may be, but he's there just to, you know, coach talk, you know, QB talk or veteran talk, veteran presence, whatever you want to call it. But three and a, three and a hook, man, I'm taking that. I'm taking that yeah. for sure. No, I, I like that. I think that's, uh, that's <clears throat> like easy money. Is that how we easy money? Say? Easy money. Yeah, yeah, we can start that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, uh, let, let's jump down to receptions now. We only have a few on the board. More will come available. Uh, but you you teased it before the Michael Carter four and a half. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Michael Carter. What what's he been doing? Like, well, why why that's a t- that's a tall total. Let's just say that you know um, high yeah. T there uh, for people who are paying <laughs> attention at home. Uh, some of you are. Uh, what what do you think about that? Is that achievable for him? Man, it definitely is, man. Like, if we look at, you know, week seven against New England, he had eight he had eight receptions. And then Cincinnati last week, he had nine. I mean, that's off of nine targets and then 14 targets, you know, against Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I'm going to smash that, you know. Definitely with, you know, Corey Davis being inactive last week, that definitely played a part of why he saw 14 targets. But let's not try to shy away and ignore how he's being effective in this passing game. So it shall continue. Yeah, no, I agree with you. He's got 37 targets, 26 receptions so far. No receiving touchdowns yet. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. not a prize pick that becomes available. But uh, if you find that in, in maybe in your just you know, betting sites, that could be a possibility. Uh, yeah. just, he's getting those target shares. Eventually that touchdown will come. Uh, all right. Uh, well, let's talk about on the other side. We've got Jonathan Taylor, two and a half, two cheaper. Do you like that play as well? I do. I do. Two, two, two and a half is not that bad. It's not a stretch. If it was three and a half, then yeah, I'd be running away. But Jonathan Taylor can act, absolutely get involved in a passing game at any point in the game as well, because like we said, his snap share is going up. He's becoming that RB1 that we all love. Frank Wright is finally listening to the fantasy community somewhat. So uh, hopefully, yeah, he, he gets involved in the passing game as well. Two, two and a half isn't crazy. Yeah. And then there's some other numbers here. I mean, honestly, I'm not somebody who likes to fade all the time, but uh, Mo Alley Cox, 
uh, one and a half receptions. Mm-hmm. I, I think that to me, that's a full fade. Uh, just given yes. you saw Jack Doyle catch a touchdown last week. Uh, we saw Mo Alicox have four targets last week, zero receptions. Uh, they didn't really <laughs> use him effectively. So not that he yeah. can't do against the Jets, but uh, Doyle. And then you saw, you know, Granson was was getting carries, you know, and, and getting it's so weird, man. Passes, I guess it's a target, but, uh, you know, so Mo Alicox not as effective last week. Mm-mm. Yeah, full fade. Uh, it's a little disgusting to see how they're using him, but <laughs> maybe things will change. Yeah, maybe we'll see. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll jump down. We have a few. Uh, I, I like these. These are the receiving yard overs, and they all are, are kind of low, at least from my yeah. perspective. Maybe Michael That's Pittman the- has the highest one. But uh, is there one that stood out to you either on the Jets or on the Colts that was just this is the one that you want to kind of build your lineup around? Um, if I'm going to build my lineup around, it'll be Michael Carter with that 35 and a hook. Cause we just spoke on, you know, him getting the targets, the volume is there. Um, absolutely love, you know, Jonathan Taylor's 14 and a hook as well. Cause again, he can easily pop off for a very, very long, very long, uh, screen. And I definitely feel as though that could be achievable. So those two running backs, man, I got them in a lot of my lineups this week. Yeah. Yeah. I think Michael Pittman, uh, I, I like him in the red zone. I like him downfield. Mm-hmm. He's doing He's doing a good job. The 65 and a half, it's a little high uh, for me. I'm kind of going to stay away from it. Um, yeah. Yeah, just, just for my my opinion here, um, the Zach Pascal 39 and, and five is not bad. I want to see what happens with T.Y. Hilton. He was banged up a little bit at the end. Uh, I think that would kind of make it a big difference in, in playing either one of those. Um, Elijah Moore, 40 and uh, a hook. I like this. He had six mm-hmm. targets last week. You know, he needs one or two targets to get that space, to get that yard. I think he can do that in this game. The Colts have given up a lot, a lot of yards. That's kind of their thing. They're, they're, they're not always breaking against wide receivers, which is nice. You know, you don't want your defense to totally implode, but they're, they're not the best. So, uh, so far they've given up, uh, you know, 1,333 passing yards, uh, leaving yards, you know? So, I mean, and they got 13 touchdowns too. So, you know, they're terrible. What am I going to do? Yeah. I I think these are are good plays, you know, Crowder as well. I think that you can get some of these yards. Now, if Corey Davis comes back, maybe you're, you're fading Elijah Moore and kind of seeing where Corey Davis, his numbers at. Um, But if, if there's no Corey Davis, I like both of these numbers for myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Now now, uh, we've got a couple of touchdown totals. We've got, uh, Carson Wentz, we've got some receiving, we got some rushing. So uh, what do you think about Carson Wentz's uh, passing total? Two touchdowns is all you need to get this one. One and a hook. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, no, I don't know. It, this is going to be a weird one, man, because like the Jets defense isn't that bad. Like they're serviceable. And I, I say that, you know, because like, I feel as though they can get the job done stopping them like with the passing touchdowns. Cause to be honest, they're, they're not a team that you could really like go crazy on the red zone with, but you can rush the ball in. So I rather lean more towards, you know, him running the ball in than him throwing it. In. Yeah. Now I, I will say he has passed for two or more uh, out of the, you know, what, eight weeks so far he's failed mm-hmm. to do it twice. So, you know, yeah, he, he could do it, but like you said, the jets, uh, not, a, not, not, a, they're like a bend and don't break until you get to the end zone type of defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I could definitely see them getting the ball downfield, a couple passes to Pittman, a couple passes to you know different players, and then JT just boom, nailing it in Pressures there. It in. Yep. Yeah. So it could be a, a two touchdown J, you know, JT game. So I, I'm not willing to jump into that bet yet. 
Uh, I might have to research a little bit. Right now, it's on ice for me. Um, but there's other bets there, too, that I do like. And, and the rushing totals that I'm going to come to it is, is the Jonathan Taylor bet. This is the one I do like a lot. It's just yes. point five, just a hook means you got to get one. Mm. Uh, to me, I think this is, this is uh, yeah, this is a really good bet. Um, and, and you're going to build this into other plays, too. You put a Michael Carter run back on this, and, and you've got it maybe taken care of uh, right away after a few passes. The, the Maybe it's the yeah. pass card total. You got a touchdown in the first half. So uh, I like this. It seems like you're with me on this as well. Absolutely. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah. Ha- last one before we get out of here and, and jump into some uh, start sits real quick. What do you think about the Michael Pittman uh, half You know, point? He had two touchdowns last week, uh, kind of coming out party. Is that sustainable or is that kind of, you know, it's going to regress and uh, we full fade that? Uh, I mean, back-to-back games he scored. I feel as though, you know, you only need the one. I can I can gamble on this one. This one I can gamble with, being that it's so low. It's not one and a half. You know, it's not anything too crazy. But the hook, it's fine. I'll I'll take it. I think he can find the end zone on a short turnaround week. Yeah, and if he doesn't make that your upside pick that you can fail on, which is really nice uh, yes. about which you got a swing and a miss in there. This could be it, and but it also could be the one that kind of boosts you up into that you know five max territory. So all right, love the prize picks. Check them out from me and, and LQ over there. Use. MMN. There is a link down in the description below for price picks. Click that link, goes right there. Sign up. Uh, let them know we sent you. Uh, let's jump into our start sit. We got a couple of questions, not a lot, with the four teams on by, which is good. A little less light in the or a little light in this, less uh, action, but still a few questions. Uh, here's one, uh, an important one from somebody whose name is uh, not Scott Simpson. We'll just say that. Uh, so this person technically has Carson Wentz. Uh, on their on their bench right now and they have Dak but they don't know if Dak's going to be able to play so how does how does uh somebody rosters both Dak and Carson Wentz approach this week um I mean you just saw Cooper Rush you know in prime time play a great game managed the game made some huge you know throws I feel as though Dak shouldn't be rushed I mean they're they're going with the concept of knowing like it's a long ball game like you don't need to Rush's rehab. If you have Cooper Rush in there, he's making plays. You know, just see how the practice goes and sees how this week go, how Dak feels. But for me as a fantasy manager, I'm not gambling, man. I'm going to take Carson Wentz because I don't under I don't know how good Dak will be against Denver. That's the that's the difference. That's the defensive dif- difference. It might be difficult for that calf. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a good call. Even though they did lose Von Miller, uh, you know, not that they can afford to. He hadn't been playing though. He was injured. So yeah, he was already uh, injured. Yeah, he was already so. Um, but I like that too. And then Carson Wentz, we talked about maybe fading that you know one and a hook uh, passing touchdown total. He might get there with one passing touchdown and then yeah. one rushing. So uh, you know he, he's a big lanky guy. He can put his arms up over the end zone. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully he can do that. Uh, all right, let's jump to uh, just some dangerously terrible, uh, <laughs> just like the worst of the worst here. Uh, someone sent me this: Ty Johnson or Naeem Hines, and this is just pure upside, like DFS style. Who could hit? Who could do something? Is there a game script you see either one of these uh, doing anything? God, no. But if we had to choose, if there, if I really had to, I had to make this decision, I'm going to go with Naeem Hines just because, I mean, the PPR upside's there. And Ty Johnson's so disgusting this season. He came in hot, but it's like, nah, not happening. So, no. Nah. No, no, I'm with you on that. All right, let's jump to some sexier matchups for sure. Uh, not that sexy. I mean, I got the Bears and the Bengals defenses involved. So, all right, uh, we've got Claypool versus the Bears, Higgins versus the Bengals. Who are you starting? Um, I'm going Higgins. 
Um, I definitely feel as though, um, matter of fact, I take that back. I'm going to take Claypool. I'm going to take Claypool versus the Bears. Um, I feel as though Claypool has something to prove right now. He hasn't been, you know, that great. But uh, I feel as though with Najee Harris getting hot, that offense gaining momentum, they're actually looking like they're getting a rhythm. Claypool can pop off for, you know, a couple yards and maybe a touchdown. Yeah, and he also has those jet sweeps built into him every once in a while. Uh, Big two, ben, yeah. yeah, Big Ben needs someone else to stand behind him and kind of push the ball out further for him. But you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there, hopefully. Uh, all right, uh, this is this is one that, that tickled my fancy. I have Van Jefferson myself. Just picked him up. Van Jefferson versus Tennessee or Tim Patrick versus the Dallas aforementioned Cowboys. I'm going Van Jefferson, man. I definitely feel as though – Matthew Stafford and him, they're building something beautiful. I mean, I don't want to go on a fan rant here, but Van Jefferson versus the terrible Titans defense against wide receivers. I definitely need some Van Jefferson all in that red zone. Yeah, no, I'm all about that too. And and our guy, uh, Deshaun Jackson, he's requesting a trade. He doesn't like his role. Uh, he's out. Um, is he going to play anymore? If we have to worry nah. about him. He's, he's, he's gone. Out. He's been released. Oh, he's been released. Oh, <laughs> D. Jackson. I will see Cutting you on Oh, goodbye. That makes me so happy. All right. Uh, last one. It's a battle of the Moors, right? We got two rookies Ooh. here. Rondale Moore versus San Francisco or the aforementioned Elijah Moore versus the Colts. I love Rondell Moore, man. I love his division game as well. He's been very electric. Every time you see the ball in his hands, he has like this second to third gear where he just kicks up and you think it's going to be a home run, but he's, you know, he's, he's working it. It's getting there, but they're making him all, like electric on all types of like platforms, on all types of the field. So I'm going to go Rondell Moore. I like that. And and I do hear what you're saying, particularly in the announcer's voice when he catches a punt return, they go, Rondell Moore! Yeah. <laughs> He's off. Oh, and that was Rondell Moore, everybody. And, and he's like, no, oh, he is. Like, oh, no, we don't. We're watching football. So, we need no, a Spanish I, I, soccer announcer. <laughs> yeah, I, they would do way better than the ones we have. Now, I'm not going to say all of them are terrible, but not, not all, all of them are the best either. Um, all right, let's jump down to tight ends. I got a couple of questions about this. Uh, people apparently have tight ends on by. So I've got Conklin, Fryermuth, Arnold, Albert O with our guy Noah Fant uh, being on the COVID list. Uh, where are you leaning in this just kind of, it looks gross, but by the way, Fryermuth, I think it was the tight end two this week. So, or last week. So, you know, there, there's a potential. And Dan Arnold was up there too. Um, Man, you it's really a toss up, man. Cause all these guys are doing something. They're, they're, they're cooking. They're cooking. Um, I definitely feel like, uh, Man, this is hard. I like Conklin, though. I like Conklin. Yes. I, I said on Twitter when the person reached out, I went Conklin. But you know what? Now it's a sealed, signed, and delivered fire content only from LQ. There you go. Start them. Uh, <laughs> right, this one hits home here. I, I don't have Pat Farmuth. I hope to get him soon. Wink, wink. Uh, I do have Jared Cook, though. Jared Cook versus Philly or Pat Farmuth versus the Bears. Bears are pretty good against tight ends. I do want to get that. Yeah. yeah. Against tight ends here. They're doing something right against the tight ends, but I like Jared Cook. I like Herbert. I just love all of Jared Cook. I feel as though with him being as old as he is, he's like 47 years old and he's still out there playing at like a top level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a dinosaur next door for sure. So I think he's got a few touchdowns in him this week, maybe six. So that Don Dar <laughs> Parham will sneak in and steal him for sure. That was a that was hyperbole, folks. So, all right. And then the last one, uh, this was actually sent by somebody here in D.C. who I love, uh, a local radio sta station. Uh, you know, he's been on the radio station. His name is uh, Money Metal Cakes from the Sports Junkie. Shout out here in D.C. He wants to know Kadarius Tony 
or Jeremy McNichols? Mm, Tony is dealing with a hand injury now, so I'm going to go with Jeremy with the upside, but it's not a good matchup against the Rams, to be honest. So you might be sitting here with a toss-up to where you might get donuts or less than five points from both, being that they're both dealing with injuries. So if anything, I'll lean, I'll lean Jeremy against the Rams. Yeah, don't, don't put all of your eggs in either basket is what I'm hearing. Uh, no, I, I like that, LQ. Uh, I do like Kadarius Tony if he's healthy, and, and he's not been healthy at all, uh, except for one game where he was electric. He's been in and out of games, uh, like you said, hand laceration right now. So perfect yeah. segue to get into the injury report uh, this week. Uh, brought to you <laughs> once again by Price Picks. MMN, that's the Mayo Media Network. Check it out in the link uh, down below. Sign up immediately. Do it right this second. And then also right down there. Uh, smash the like button and then also you know, like tweet it out, man. Send it to your friends. Let people know about it. Or, you know, here's the thing. You don't have to compete yeah. against shorts, so you don't have to hide this information. It's not like <laughs> when you listen to a good podcast, you're like, I hope no one listened to Scott's podcast. They don't know the deets on who to play this week. No, everyone can do this. You can chose everybody. You can all win together, right? You can tell people about it. Tweet out your winning. So uh, please do that down below. All right, let's talk about injury news. Terrible injury news. Uh, you know, Derek Henry, who I love, RB1, incredible man beast here, out for the season, foot injury. Uh, how does yeah. this impact the Titans offense? Is AJ Brown just the goat now over there? How's it going to work? Oh, man, this is the fantasy guys hate us this season, man. It's like, who is left? Like, really, like injury after injury, major players as well. And, you know, I hope he rests up. I know he's out six to 10 weeks. And, uh, it really sucks, but that offense, they're going to have to do something. They signed AP. You know, we already talked about a little bit about Jeremy McNichols, you know, the PPR upside, because we saw him get like a ton of targets out of the backfield before and be, you know, PPR relevant. But I feel as though that offense definitely taking a hit. So they're going to have to figure something out. So AJ Brown to the moon, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he'll pass the Dogecoin rocket. Yeah, on the way up there. So it's still just hovering. So okay. Uh, also on on the injury front, Jameis Winston out for the year, MCL tear. That's just not good. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't want to see that. And uh, but then you you do see him in the locker room dancing around afterwards on crutches, doing his terrible. He's in good spirits. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> At the Percocet, you know, they hand out. Yeah. <laughs> a legend, a legend. Not yeah. brought to you by anybody at this network. I'm just teasing. Um, but no, I mean, that's not good for the Saints. Taste Mill back, um, but they still beat Tom Brady last week. That was wild. Man, it's a division thing, man. It's Sean Payton has Bruce Arians' number. I don't know what it is. It's kind of like when, you know, back in the day, it takes you to a time machine when Jeff Fisher was the Rams head coach and he always would beat the Seahawks. It was just weird. And, you know, Greg Williams defense always played tough against Seahawks and they just couldn't beat us. And Jeff Fisher actually had, you know, Pete Carroll's number. I don't know what it was weird, but all our wins came within the division. I don't know why, but hey, that's, full that's, that's like 40% of his 50% uh, win rate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's oh, insane. That team out, man. He's the worst coach in NFL history, probably. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. So, uh, all right, on, on the sad front, a couple of, of wide receivers out, big-time wide receivers that we, yeah. we care about in, in fantasy right now, Calvin Ridley, you know, and then Ruggs both out, terrible situation with the, the latter, and then Ridley trying to figure out what's going on him, prayers up for both of those guys right now. Yeah. But how, how does that impact the fantasy landscape for Atlanta and then also uh, over there for the Vegas Raiders? 
Uh, Vegas Raiders, man, they got a lot going on right now. I feel as though it's always going to be Waller season. You might see a lot out of Renfo. This is a huge boost for him. I definitely feel as though he's going to take it to the next level. Those targets are going to be there for him. And, you know, all the Brian Edward truthers out there, I am not one of them. They, he may become a little relevant, maybe, just a tad bit. But Ridley, of course, the, the, the Falcons seemed out of sync last game. I felt as though they got the news before the game. Um, hopefully they can lean on Pitts and all the other guys to step up. Maybe Russell Gage can show up and show out somehow, some way. Um, I feel as though moving forward, they're just going to have to figure it out. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, Matt Ryan is just a downgrade. Uh, he's lost Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley yeah. from his arsenal, where he, and that's what he needed to be in that top 15 range. He's just, mm-hmm. he's not, he's not dust, but uh, I think <laughs> Cordell Patterson uh, and then, you know Kyle Pitts. They better make Kyle Pitts, you know, to the moon. I don't. Know. I mean, if you yeah, don't, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, another tight end, Noah Fant, like we said, is out. So just kind of keep, keep. Yeah, COVID. Uh, stupid COVID. Uh, Kyler right. Murray. Yeah, please. Um, Kyler Murray sprained his ankle at the end of the game. Keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on what's going on with him this week, and just kind of how that news is is uh, matriculating out. He only got you like 11 to 12 fancy points last week. He did not play that great. So not that he doesn't bounce back, but just, you know, keep an eye. What, what, what do you hear uh, the rumblings about Murray so far? Uh, they're probably looking for the swelling to go down, which possibly will. I mean, that'll go down, you know, in a couple of days. I feel as though it's more so of soreness and like how he feels about it. We might see him running less, but that doesn't mean he's not going to air the ball out to AJ Green, D-Hop, Rondo Moore, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And that just might mean he does do more pocket passing and roll out and, and, you know, just get him in space and throw the football down the field, not run the football down the field, which he can yeah. do. Got a good arm. Uh, mm-hmm. On the other side of, uh, you know, kind of America, halfway across America, you got Dak and the Cowboys. He missed last week. We kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, that calf yeah. strain. Uh, and, and they talked about it on the broadcast too, you know, something that can come as an injury from uh, that injury he had previously, you're, stra- you're pushing, you're straining. So they don't want to, mess with them do you think he plays this week i don't know man it's a little weird situation i feel as though he is a stubborn bastard if we watch hard knocks he wants to go out there and play he's good to go he wants to just full send everything i love the passion i love the attitude but again the coaching staff the organization they're looking at the long ball they're looking at playoffs like we don't want you hurt you know when we need you you know what i mean like right now they do need him to win games but like i said cooper rush is playing okay you know, he's playing great. So, you know, just let Dak heal up. Yeah. Playing better than Kirk Cousins. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but guess what? Kirk Cousins still playing better than Sam Darnold. And maybe his concussion is one of the reasons why. I, I don't know when he got that concussion. Yeah. I bet mean, you know he got, you know, full set. It looked like it was a car crash, man. Like, it yeah, was just disgusting, man. I, I was like, yo, if he gets up from this, I'll be very surprised because he got rocked. Yeah. He, and second game in a row, he does not finish. Uh, so keep an eye out for Sam Darnold. He's got concussion. Yeah. Uh, and then also keep an eye out uh, for Christian McCaffrey. I've heard two different things from Matt Rule. One, he said he could miss week nine or week 10. Uh, or he could be <laughs> back. Or he said also he's expecting him back on Wednesday, though. So uh, all this kind of coach speak, double talk, could be back, would be back, should be back. We'll have to see uh, what tomorrow uh, holds for us for CMC. But fingers crossed uh, that, that hammy is good to go. Um, Buffalo Buffalo are not good to go. Uh, He still has a finger issue over there. Um, uh, And hopefully he's got time to clean up the other issues he was dealing with as well. Uh, Some of the uh, fringe players, but players nonetheless, maybe impacting and and boosting up other players. Damian Williams left the Bears game with a knee injury. Jalen Rager with an ankle injury. 
Um, Ebron last week kind of out, so that kind of helped prime you. James Robinson had a heel bruise uh, you know, a little bit more later this week when Urban, yeah. the, the legend Meyer, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just in his own mind. Sorry, he, he's in yeah. <laughs> me to say that. Uh, we'll tell us a little bit more, but that could be a Carlos Hyde. Uh, I did tweet out, you know, follow me over at Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. I did tweet out, I said, 2021, you wake up from a coma, six years, you know, six year coma. I, I said, you know, Pete Davidson is, uh, you know, log fluming with Kim Kardashian, you know, as we survived a Trump presidency and, and Adrian Peterson and Carlos Hyde are on the waiver wire this week. You know, it is just what yeah. in the world. So keep an eye out. You might need to pick up Carlos Hyde. Oh, I can't believe I said that. Yeah. Um, it's a little disgusting to say. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Uh, and then Boston Scott seems to be the truth. You know, with Miles Sanders out, it looks like uh, fool's gold Kenneth Gainwell so far. Uh, where oh do you lean in that? And then a Jordan Howard coming out of nowhere and swiping two touchdowns. That's gross. I mean, I feel as though with Miles Sanders out, we all expected Kenneth Gainwell to have that PPR upside, but it just was not. So it was honestly like annoying to see him put up nothing and Jordan Howard come out of nowhere and return back to prime form. Yeah, he stole Jalen Hurts' touchdowns, which is n- not what we want whatsoever. So uh, a couple other injuries to monitor. Dawson Knox had that hand surgery. He's coming off. You know, Darren Waller, he did not play the week before. He went on by. And then Saquon, Galladay, Sterling Shepard, everybody on the Giants' skill position still dealing, Tony as well, dealing with injuries. So uh, keep an eye out for that. So we appreciate you guys all watching here on the Fantasy Football Picks and Bet Show. I am Scott Simpson, Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. You can follow me there. You can also follow me over at nimblewnumbers.com. I have been binking little uh, mini max tournaments. I won a couple last week. Also, LQ, I evened the score with Bo McBig time four and four. I scored like 175 points against him. Let's go. Yeah. So, <laughs> your boy Scotty, I'm up a G this year just in these little mini maxes. Uh, I love it. So, please do follow me. Check me out over there. Where can people check you out? Because you're fire content only. Man, you can find me at the Mayo Media Network, of course, fire content only. Be writing for Downtown Rams as well. I got an article coming out tomorrow. Be on the lookout and definitely find me on YouTube at Real Deal Fantasy HQ on Instagram, Twitter, of course, and Facebook still. Yeah. And if you put into on Twitter the GIF fire content only, your boy comes up. You have a GIF on there. You can LQ it up on Twitter. It's just, it's perfect. I love it. So please do that. Yeah. Uh, Tweet it out a bunch. Let's get it trending. Uh, And then also over there, follow Pat Mayo, follow Pete Overzet, follow Stepmom Lauren, follow everybody, follow me, you know, follow LQ, Real Deal Fantasy. Uh, Please do also follow us here at the Mayo Media Network on YouTube, like, and subscribe. I think we're like almost 29,000 or 30,000 subscribers. That's awesome. Right, we're crushing it. This is an amazing network to be a part of. Please do that. And then while you're down there, sign up, please, for Prize Picks. MMN is the link in the description. Please sign up. Anything else, LQ? Nah, man. Let's full send it. Let's have a good week. Have a great week, everybody. Peace. We'll see you next time. Peace.